Everything here is electric. What do you think is going to happen when you have like power running through everything? It's just you a know, pile of wires. And, it's and it's a rat's It's just a pile. I think I've said multiple times, like multiple times on the podcast, I, I'm an IT guy. So I deal with like, like Amanda is an electrician. We yeah. deal with crossed Ethernet all the time. Yeah. Never once causes a problem. Yeah. So no. you'd sit there and you just get to the, at some point, you're, you know, you're told in school, you got to watch out for this. There's science to it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then you get to the real, and you, you're really big on that and then you get to the real life and you realize it never fucking matters and then it does till it suddenly does <laughs> yeah well it's because most of it's been like it's been beaten out of most places like they'll just shield for it right but like other yeah, places true. just like yeah but that costs more money <laughs> then they just don't do it yeah exactly that's <laughs> true that's true like where can we pinch a couple pennies to save to get like another outing on cocaine like <laughs> just <need laughs> one more cocaine dinner yeah Oh God, I've had bosses like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have. <laughs> oh, yes, I have stories. Yeah. So, so have I. <laughs> I will not tell the stories of those bosses in public, but there my are, God, good times. There are always good boss stories out there. I I think for once in my life, I have a boss that's more boring than me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the most crazy thing that has ever gone on in his life is a divorce. <laughs> oh well. Oh, yeah. Well, unless there was unless maybe a good guy. Good for him. You got to live. Whatever happened there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to get involved in that That's one. Probably a good idea. <laughs> not get involved in that but one. it was not a very dramatic one. Let's put it that way. That's good, at least. So is this going to be the big one? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think it is going to be the big one. I'm pretty excited about that. This is, uh, what, what, are we, what are we calling this segment again? Oh, no, this is a pow. This is a pow! So, uh, at some point in your future, we are going to do that uh, uh, Should It Die Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be next situation. week. Okay, okay. So, but for now, we're going to do a pow! Very excited for that. We are going to do a playing and or watching. So, each of us in the room here today will actually go over a topic of something that we've been playing and or watching. And get caught up a little bit. Get caught up on life. Get caught up on, I don't know, whatever else has been going on. All the, all the sexiness out there. So this is Alex Austin with us in the room today. We have... Uh, manufacturing Plebeian Adam. It's a mystery. Big mystery on that one. I don't have no idea. It's not that big of a mystery. <laughs> I feel like... And, and Rob's Rob. cheating because he just saw... We just literally discussed what was okay, going to be my yeah, one. But, and I had mentioned but, it before. Yeah, and you mentioned it before. And... Oh, we'll get to it when you talk about okay. it. Okay. It's fine. It's just, it's nice to be right, you know? So I think, uh, I think I would like to do a show and I'm hoping you guys can contribute as well because it's a show that I recently finished. It's been over for a few weeks already though, but I finally got around to finishing it, which was, uh, Rings of Power. What would you mm. think about that? We could do a postmortem on that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I mean, we, we can, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, okay. I thought for sure that'd be one thing we would have all, uh, I definitely watched it. Okay. I mean, there was better stuff on. Okay. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Well, 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 hold on. How would you know for a hundred percent fact, unless you watched it, are you just making the statement based on other people's claims? Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. It's Cause ultimately here's what it comes down to. And I mean, you know, I'm, I will be happy when the hype has died down. Cause I can go and watch it without any other like people yapping in my ear. Um, but ultimately everyone has said the exact same fucking thing to me. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so like, you know, one or two people that don't like it, it's whatever. Like there are a lot of people out there that are very, very like 
casual enjoyers of things that are also like, yeah, it was shit. So <laughs> I'm just kind of like, all right. But a lot of them said, like, you know, like the visuals and stuff like that were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that the the delivery from some of the actors left them wanting. Interesting. That's fair. Oh, actually, it wasn't the actors that I had a problem with in that show at all. So was I, thought, it? I thought the actors did good. Uh, I was I was a little bit underwhelmed by the fact that I didn't, even by the end of the eight-episode run, I didn't really understand what the sort of plot was that I should have been following. There was a lot of interesting things really? happening. Huh. And it was a lot of like, hey, I know that reference kind of moments where, you know, I was very excited to see like, oh, they're setting up for this. They're setting up for that. And like, you know, at the point where the Southlands turns into a new thing, I'm like, oh, I know what that thing is turning into. And I, I think was, we can talk about spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, Sorry, we'll, Rob. We'll go spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, he, he already knows how everything turns out. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like I've, I've watched The Lord of the Rings. I've gotten everything up to that point. Well, so, no, this isn't the, quite this isn't quite the same as that. Yeah, I don't care. Did the world blow up? How a portion uh, of it, portion of it, yeah, portion of it became wow, really? Mordor. Yeah, it, they oh, showed the birth of yeah, Mordor yeah. Oh, okay. as yeah, we yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, that, that's what's cool well, like, about the show, like, though. Is like that's the thing I want to impress is that I, I don't, I'm not invested in the Lord of the Rings franchise the way that a lot of people are. That's I, I think that I could if I actually like gave a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've got so many other fucking settings that I love, and that fit more the style that I enjoy. Yeah, that's fair. So, but like, I'm going to watch it at some point. I'm mm. just going to be like really fucking high when I watch it. Probably be, the yeah, right choice. Yeah, that'd be the excellent That's choice. what I've heard from everybody. <laughs> yep. So I, like, that's I think what I'm going to do. Honestly, to a small degree, shrooms might even be a good choice. Yep. Probably Absolutely. not. Because it is <laughs> very, especially if you have a really good TV with very vivid colors. Sure. Okay. And like the OQLED type stuff. And you have all the right settings. It's beautiful i would okay, so. I, actually being baked on shrooms for the scene where they're about to go into uh valinor like that would be epic. oh my that god would that would fuck with you, you hardcore your goddamn mind so, <laughs> so so not that that we would ever but if there's ever a situation hypothetically where you want to do something like that we need to make a queue of things to watch i've already got a queue i think <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, it was an eight-episode run for this first season of Rings of Power. I, I assume they're doing another one. It seemed to get enough critical reception yeah. that was positive that to warrant a second season at least. I think they they had some problems with it. Um, I think Galadriel, not... I understand the whole, well, she's impulsive, and the Galadriel that we know from later in the series is not the same Galadriel. This one okay. is more hostile, outward, forceful. Sure. She's not as tactful as the Galadriel, the older Galadriel that we know well, from the Rings. Well, there's a big reason why that is, though, and it's because she hasn't gotten a Ring of Power yet. Yeah, I'm so sure that's, that's it. That changes things. Yeah, but I, I totally get it, um, but that doesn't make her more interesting. I find she's a very no. flat character in the show. I thought she was a bit of a flat character, too. That being said, I really enjoyed seeing her backstory as warrior Galadriel. And yeah, that was I pretty I really nice. enjoyed all the story beats about her and... Uh, their trip to Numenor and kind of how they got back to Middle Earth and and then yeah and then just thinking the whole time why would anyone even want to go back to Middle Earth like, that place just sucks compared to Numenor <laughs> like why, yeah, why would he... that was a question I always had not Numenor because... you mean Valinor Val, uh, no no Valinor. Val, Valinor is where the elves go that's the Undying Land yeah. right? uh, no I'm talking about Middle Earth like the actual continent of Middle Earth oh where, the actual yeah, yeah. continent all, yeah. where all the bullshit happens yeah, yeah. that's all, that's where all the bullshit happens <laughs> yeah I I think I re- I really liked the the way they did it. Um, they may have made some few missteps here or there, but basically, Rob, I would describe it as a whodunit. Yeah. And because it's one of those things where everyone knows the books, everyone knows the lore, and they, they have to follow the story. Yeah, Because right? yeah. if they don't, they'll just piss off everyone. Yeah. Well, I thought they did. No, what they did yeah. was they, they collapsed timelines. Yep. 
Um, so they took what originally took thousands, mul- Got maybe multiple thousands of years or thousands of years, and they collapsed into like maybe two decades. Yes. Maybe three decades. Okay. Yeah. So like instead of happening over many lifespans, it happened over like one or two lifespans. Yep. yep. Um, it, okay. That's, I'm a fine with that. That's not a big deal because it ratches it up. And there's this whole, we all know Sauron is in this. We all know he's playing these cards and performing these little tricks of deception. And yeah. we know that he's going to be the one to fuck Calabrimbor. We right. know he's going to be yep. the one to do this, to do that. And they lay this scenario out where in each scene, you're throughout the series, you're wondering who is Sauron? Right. Yeah, yeah. they set up a few characters who could potentially be Sauron. And uh, a couple of them are brand new characters, characters we wouldn't have known about before. Right. So you could you could pretty much guess it's going to be one of them. But uh, Yeah, there's yeah. like a handful of like three, yeah. like three-ish of them. And you're like, okay, it's one of those three. We just don't know who. Exactly. Yeah. And they all kind of fit. If you if you talk about that timeline, Sauron, and activity, that one and that one, they all kind of fit that. But what happens is over the course, there's one character that slowly builds into it. And at the end, it's the reveal of who, which one is Sauron. Yeah. And a lot of people were upset by that. I thought it was beautiful. Well, I, saw, I really liked it. I saw where it was going as soon as, was what was his name? Halbrand. Uh, Halbrand. As soon as he had a path back to uh, Calabrimbor, I was like, okay, this is this is how it's going down. I yeah, see, yeah. I could see it from, from that Sorry, moment. Sorry, Rob. That's fine. Yeah, from that's that the, moment. That's yeah, the yeah, big yeah. reveal is yeah, Halbrand, because you're spending, you're supposed to spend the whole time on the internet going, I wonder who it is, I wonder who it is. And the truth is, is if you look at the internet and what people were talking about at the time, that's exactly what people yeah. were doing. Yeah. This show got the reaction it wanted. Yep. Which was everyone going, well, I think it's this guy because of this, and I think it's this guy because of that. And there's a lot of subtalk oh, yeah. about that. And I thought that was, I, I enjoyed it. I felt pretty good about it, actually. I, yeah. I fully enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, each character's run. I thought it was full-on Lord of the Rings in terms of the high fantasy, in terms of the action, in terms of the sort of ethereal nature yeah. of the characters and things. I thought I thought it was very, very, very... There was felt- a few things that seemed weird, like the L, uh, the Numenorians suddenly showing up to the Badlands or whatever you call oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, out yeah. of, of nowhere to help defend them against orcs or whatever the yeah, fuck I they still, were. I still don't fully understand the argument that Galadriel laid out to get the queen to agree to it. I yeah. still don't fully understand it. Like, it just it doesn't There's make sense. There's things that don't quite make sense, so I'm like, I, this isn't a the best show on the planet. Yeah. It's beautiful, and I I had fun with the whodunit part of it. Sure. Yeah. So when they did the reveal, I felt fulfilled. Yep. Yeah. I felt, wow, they actually answered the whodunit, yeah. and they laid a path forward. That's really cool. And they taught this impulsive, terrible character, Galadriel, a lesson. Yeah. As a character. And I went, okay, they gave her growth, potentially. We didn't see the growth because the growth I'm happened. I'm sure there's going to be another season. Though. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. I want to, I need to see her be grown in that second yeah. season, though, having learned from her fuck up. Um, I hope to see that and improve her character. Uh, I would feel better about her character if that yep. was the case. And I really liked the whodunit. The visuals were amazing. Some of the dialogue didn't make fully sense. I think uh, the dialogue with between the dwarves and... Um, Elrond. Elrond were fantastic. Yes. His relationship with Pro- them was probably amazing. the best sort of story arc in the entire show. Yeah. Like that, that was the one I was completely bought into the whole time. And I'm like, wow, this like the stakes are really high for, for the dwarves. And I didn't and this understand. close friendship. Right. Right. And that, but I didn't understand what, how the stakes would have affected them before this show. You know what I mean? But now, yeah. now I fully do. And then, and then they kind of like, there's one moment toward the end where they kind of like, pan down through the hole that they carved in the back of the cave and it yeah. shows the the Balrog down there. I'm like, you didn't have to show me that. Like I, I was already like all in on the stakes here. Just that was with, for those who don't pay attention. The or for somebody who hasn't seen 
movie. Yeah, that was yeah. for next season on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's I, really I, what and, that was. And I get that. Like, I, I know where it's setting up, but they didn't have to show me that because I was already bought into the fact that, like, Durin the third, you know, disowned Durin the fourth, and the stakes were already quite high there because you have, you know, royalty disowning royalty, a father disowning son yeah. over, over this friendship with Elrond and, and the alliance with the elves, right? I thought that was brilliant, and, and I was all in on that. And then they kind of just threw, they're like, ah, but fuck all that. Because here's what they actually did. And they were I, like, Boron, bitches! I think I was mostly concerned at <laughs> the fact that they so sat goofy. there and they were, I, I, whenever they're like, oh, the Balrog was dormant under the mountain for thousands they and thousands of too, years. Too greedily and too deep. Yeah, and I sit there and I... <laughs> Into the Casa Doom. Yeah, they show this <laughs> video of this guy sitting in a vast cavern, yeah. this Balrog, and he's just cuddled up like a cat. Yeah, just chilling. On the ground. And I'm like, the fuck? It's just him and the Mithril, just chilling. Yeah, I, yeah, I sat yeah. there like, no, I, I don't know why, but I expected a Balrog who's dormant to not just be a cat cur- like cuddled up on my couch. But he's not cave. even that far down. No. He's like a mile down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, not even. So probably like a kilometer, if, if I was to <laughs> I give it a guess. Yeah, I thought he was supposed to be like real far Oh, down. yeah, yeah, no, they didn't dig all that greedily and all that deep. Yeah. So it was literally one one dwarf <laughs> and Elrond with a hammer just chiseling away in one room. And I guess yeah. that was too greedily and too deep. Well, I, I think know. the assumption wanna... is they were digging, uh, the dwarves were digging a lot further already, and these oh. two just got to the very end. Well, they kind of hinted at it, but the only lead up to that was like a little ca- a little cave-in uh, that uh. killed the four dwarves. Which is a big loss to them, obviously, yeah. but but to the viewer, it's like, okay, you lost four. Like, we hear of mining accidents all the time where dozens of people are lost, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it, it didn't seem like the sacrifice was that big up to that point right. for them to shy away from finding more mithril over that. Yeah. And thus leading to the disowning of Durin the Third. So, yeah, anyway, interesting story arc, but I, I really enjoyed that one. And then uh, I, I enjoyed... The Hobbit story arc with uh, the character who I'll refer to as obviously Gandalf. Um, yeah. So obviously Gandalf the Grey. So this is, uh, uh, an Istar arrives. They don't name him in the beginning. So They imply that he, I love the fact that they imply that he could be Sauron. Yes. They, they well, did they, the whole fire thing. The fire doesn't hurt thing. The fire's cold. Comment. Yes. They tried very, very hard to imply that it was Sauron. But I knew from, from the get-go, I'm like, this is Gandalf the Grey. But obviously Gandalf the Grey would have actually arrived at the beginning of the first age. Not the second day. No, he, he wouldn't have arrived, arrived yet. No, no, he, he, all the Istar would have arrived. No, no, he doesn't arrive till way after this. Really? Yeah, he doesn't arrive. He arrives after the rings are made because the rings already exist to the owls. But it's only a thousand years, isn't it? From the time the rings are made to the War uh, the war of the Third Age? I think it's more than that. Oh, but is it? He, he arrives after the rings are made. Yeah. Because when he arrives, like near, like the first, one of the first things he does when he arrives, he's given the the... The Flame of Anur, which oh, is the fire okay. ring. Oh, so from we, from uh, 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 the King of the Owls. So Yals we're certainly going to see that in season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's so cool. what's happening with the Harfoots technically doesn't happen for like a thousand years after the rings. Or gotcha. Like that, or okay. I forget the number of years, but yeah, it's yeah. many years after. So the assumption originally was not that he was Gandalf, but that he was one of the Blue Wizards that arrived before Gandalf. Yeah, uh, yeah. But which makes sense. It's interesting to see but, the Hobbit. But is he a gray uh, at this time? He's wearing he's wearing cloth. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. grayish brownish. So he could either be Radagast, or he could be one of the blue blue wizards. Yeah. Those two would actually make sense timeline wise, which is why everyone assumed them yeah. and not Gandalf. But the thing is, is he makes a comment at the end where he's like, oh, if you don't know where to go, just follow your nose. And then he kind of gives a smirk to the camera. And everyone's like, that's that's Gandalf now, says that. And he, he did. The summoners did come from the east already, which means that chances are. Um, uh, the white wizard, uh, Saruman, mm-hmm. chances are he would have already traveled out to the east because it's only after he travels out to the east 
with two blue wizards, that that would have attracted the attention of summoners to come to the west to try and find another Istar. No, because Sauron goes there when he rests. So oh. when he was taken down during the war of whatever, uh, like the previous war, yeah. the one that got Melkor taken, yeah. um, he whenever he dies, his spirit, because he's an Ishtar, right? Yeah, yeah. He can't go to um, Valinor to, right. to, or like whatever, yeah, the afterworld, yeah. whatever you call the not-Earth. Um, he can't go there, whereas the, the Ishtar go there to... He has like, to go to outer space and freeze! Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like the space outside of material realm is what they call it. <laughs> it's not wrong. He goes there to like rejuvenate his spirit, but because Sauron, who's the same, he's the same level. He's the same thing. The Maiar, other spirits are like, no, 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 no. You chill out here. You don't get to go to the Undying Land. You're dead. You're just going to chill out here for a bit. We'll send you back eventually. Don't worry about it. Like that's... that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he goes to the same place that all the elves go, spirits go. That's, the, that's my most accurate like representation of how the Maiar fit into this formula here. So anyway, oh so we're yeah. going real deep. Sorry, I know a lot about Lord of the Rings more. <laughs> that's why I love it up over this. What? Looking it up over this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, look, if you're even remotely a Lord of the Rings fan, what I would say about the show is watch it, okay? Like it's, it to me. Give it a chance. To me, I enjoyed it more than the entirety of the Hobbit trilogy combined. Honestly, oh, for sure. Like, I, yeah. I just I thought the Hobbit trilogy was just garbage, hot garbage. And this was this actually felt like Lord of the Rings. It looked like Lord of the Rings. It Everything had a message it, of hope and balance. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. So anyway, I would definitely recommend watching it. I'd give it like a solid eight. I'd give it an eight. I, I'd give I, it a, I'd give yeah. it a, a well above average situation here. It was above average so, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that's where I settle on it. But that is my pal. Pow. Um, I, yeah. Um. I would love to talk about how I hate Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> I have, I, so I'll, I'll talk about that briefly, which is sure. I never played it. So this is not a pal. I worked very hard to convince Plebby and Amanda not to buy it. Oh boy. Because I knew about its performance problems. I knew about its, its built problems. Mm. And I went, no, I've been saying this about Pokemon for a while. The only way they're going to get the message that they need to fucking grow up and make a real game is to not spend your money on them. So, I tried to convince her. She bought it, has played it for a good half an hour, and is like, I can't do this. Oh, shit. Did she refund it? No. Wow. It's a Nintendo Switch. It's I don't like know. Pokemon you can, you can, 2077, man. Like, yeah. This is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> well, can't they even run a, a They need to put out another piece of hardware, and then they're yeah. probably afraid of it, because every time they do that, they fuck themselves. The problem is, is like, yes, you're right. That's exactly what they need to do. They but... need to upgrade the Switch. Switch 2.0. Just fucking do that. I yes. don't disagree. I agree. I agree 100%. That, that They should be like, wow, this is working. We should keep doing But this. even if they did, even if they did, it wouldn't solve the problems, all the problems I have with Pokemon. I don't care. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's glitchy, and the Pokemon, by, by programming, once it's passed, like, five feet from your character, it goes down to two frames a second. <gasps> It's by program to save resources. So even if your computer is super powerful, it's still going to do that. Is this because the battles take place like seamlessly in? No, no. Like when you're world? walking in the open world, it's to keep frame rate down, uh, like the overall game frame rate, which they fail at. So if there's a town, so like, your Pokemon all become Tassadar. <laughs> I don't quite. His after image effect that he has. Oh in no! In Starcraft One. No, no. It's more like. Um, like, I don't know how to physically drive it, but, you know, normally if you have, like, like seagull's wings, it, yeah, yeah. it flows from up to down, up to down, and has the full flow. No, no, Imagine no. if you just had down, then up, well, down, then up. So there's multiple ways that they could do this in gaming, in, in design, right? So they could either they could either lower the frame rate, which is obviously the route that they've taken, or they could reduce layers on the thing that you're looking at, right? Yeah. So whereas you see, like, a smoother layer with fewer, fewer you know, pixels on it, like, yeah. that, that would be probably the right solution, I would think. Yep. So, because we're already used to pop in on the Switch, 
Like, honestly, and then after playing a game like Sonic on the Switch, which honestly is a, is a gorgeous game, even for the Switch, you know, and it runs so smooth, and you're really flying across these levels, and stuff's popping in, but it's like, it doesn't slow the game down. The frame rate doesn't drop. Yeah. No, so. the other problem they have is because they they limited the pop, they, they forced really intense pop-in to reduce, like, the amount of Pokemon off in the distance. Oh. So what happens is if you're walking around, that's fine. It like it pops in far enough away that it's like yeah. you can clearly see it pop in. Yeah, but at least it doesn't inter- it doesn't affect you when you're riding on like the bo- bicycle Pokemon, the motorcycle Pokemon. If you're running at top speed, suddenly a Pokemon will just pop in front of you, and you're like, oh, you're in a battle now. Wow. You're like, what the fuck? So the how whole long, point of this? So how long is it going to be until somebody figures out how to like extract the game and put it on a PC? They game? have. Oh, they already have. <laughs> it's funny they did that. <laughs> Uh, and it runs perfectly fine. Of course it does, yeah. And, but it still has all these pop-in problems and yeah. the frame rate of distance problems because yeah, yeah. that's baked into the programming. To, oh, to shit. save the game. To yeah. save the game. It's baked wow. into the programming. The problem is, is even with all of those features, the actual game does lose frame rate. What a shame. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that game. <laughs> we're, o- we're over it. Uh, I'm going to talk about a game that Rob has suggested me play a while, and I've already known I wanted to and play you, it. Hold on. And you fought me on it, saying that you would never enjoy that game. No, it's not what I said. Feature. I said I was worried about that feature. <laughs> I said I was worried about that feature. I never liked combat. I don't like combat in my manufacturing games, uh, my automation manufacturing games. And it's true. My statement still Ish. stands true. Ish. I don't, because I basically have now played Factorio. I've tried it out. I basically... Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of one night and I Still went. Still not hunt, but you know, we're getting there. Actually, I thought about getting it. Because, <laughs> oh, hey, Rob's been right about all these yeah, things. Yeah, I thought about getting it, but then I went, nah, I'm going to get Factorio instead. Get a, get hunt on the Christmas sale. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so I started playing it randomly one night. So I'm like, uh-oh, this is, like, I got it. Now I'm fucked. Like, because I bought it, I'm fucked. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started playing it the next day, but I always play my manufacturing games with Nick, which I think we've had on here before for Final Fantasy yeah, episode. We've had, yep. we've had Nick at least once. Yeah. And uh, he plays the Factorio games with me. He's played Satisfactory with me a bit. Uh, he's played Dyson Sphere Program mm-hmm. with me. And now we're playing this together. And the only reason I'm willing to do it with the combat on, because I know you can turn it off. Yeah. The only reason I'm willing to do it with combat on is because he's playing with me. I do not play yeah. without him. Because, but, but maybe that's the magic of the game. Well, that's what it is. Like, yeah. it's fun to go kill aliens with a friend. Yeah. It is not fun to be distracted for what I'm doing to go, go stop aliens and there deal with aliens. From destroying your shit. From destroying my shit. So now it's more like a, hey, Adam, I've got a car and some ammo. Get in the fucking bus. We're going to yeah. go, go kill some aliens. And it's fun. And then he'll be like, hey, Adam, I'm struggling with this alien nest. Let me get you some rockets. Hell yeah, bro. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's more fun that way. Yep. Um, but if I build it on my own, I, I don't enjoy it. Um, that being said, Rob, you you know that I've played Dyson Sphere. You know that you saw my map today because that's that's how you know about my name and how what I was doing. Um, why don't you tell the listeners about your opinion of my map and or my 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 factory? I should say. Oh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give a bit more. Like you can you can rag yeah, on no, it. No, I don't no, care. No, no. I'll ultimately, okay. So I I've seen the factory and ultimately it follows some of the more popular the fundamentals. design fundamentals yeah. uh, that you see online. Like you have a bus. Yeah. I think it's a little small, but that's okay. I mean, <laughs> short bus is what you know. So <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. I hate that joke. Anyway, um, the overall factory though is pretty cool. I like that you guys have actually integrated trains early on. Um, a lot of people that I know don't do that. They're afraid of the trains because of the programming and stuff. Um, yeah, that's one one thing that some people take or have some contention with. Do, I think the, do the trains create a, a large advantage early on? Um, 
Yeah. To a degree. Yeah, if you know how to program them, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can. Yeah, because you can ship, uh, like, resources from further away mm. and uh, send them to, like, a core manufacturing oh. kind of area. Um, but, like, most people I know just use belts anyway because they know that the belts are going to get there eventually. Yeah, they're and, consistent. And, it's, and they're consistent. So it's, like, it's pretty on demand. Yeah, it's boring. It is. You're, you're right. You're right. I want to go choo-choo. Yeah, no, 100%. The, here's the truth, though. I have to be honest with you. I have no idea how to make the trains work. Yeah. So kind of the division of labor that Nick and I like to do is I like to um, manufacture things at mass quantity. Yeah. So I find the way. He'll come in. He'll be like, hey, Adam, I made the first plastic. Or, yeah. hey, Adam, I made the first of this science. He'll figure out the first step to the next evolution. Oh. He's always on the bleeding edge, solving the bleeding edge problem. Okay. Um, whereas my job is he solved the problem, figured out the fundamentals, and I take that and go, how do I take this thing where he makes one of, and now I make hundreds of, thousands of. Gotcha. Hundreds of thousands of it. How do I figure that out? So that's my job is mass, mass design yeah. and mass utilization of resources. His job is... I'm going to get you the next resource or I'm going to get you to the next stage nice. so that I can mass produce. It's a good, good team up, I would say. Yeah. 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 For a game that basically relies on those two exact things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it works out. We're doing really well. We, him and I, we play games all the time. I've played, I uh, finished Battletech career for the first time. Uh, not career campaign. Maybe we already finished the career a long time ago. We did Iron Man mode. Uh, so that was nice. Um, I think it's the other way around. I think it's campaign is the, is the actual story. And campaign the, is. Yeah. Career, career is the other thing. one. But I did Iron Man campaign. Uh, that was fun. Cool. And you got through it. That's what matters. I died. Um, I had to restart, I think, twice. Really? Wow. Yeah. First time. And you stuck with it on an Iron Man run. Well, first time I died, I had to restart the game, right? Because once yeah. you're in Iron Man mode, you have yep. to start from scratch. Yep. It was pretty early on, though. It was like fifth oh, or sixth okay. mission in, so it wasn't a big deal. Just, just an upset. <laughs> yeah, it was just an upset. We started again right away, and we were about halfway through the game when we lost. Ooh. Um... We were on a mission where uh, Iran... Oh, and you got locked in? Well, that's how Iron Man mode works. No, no, yeah. Sorry, never mind. Um, and Arano took a random headshot from like an AC-5 or something, like two AC-5s in a single round from, from, like, from like a mile away. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't even see it on screen type of thing. Oh, Jesus. wow. Yeah, and we were like, motherfucker. So... Yeah, that's like, that's just shit luck. We were... I was so pissed. I stopped playing the game for a while, not knowing I'd come back. Like, knowing I'd come back. I love Battletech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing I'd come back to it. But I'm like, I need I need to take a break for... Like, that was just so much emotional weight. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but we came back. On that mission particularly, we were very particular about what we did. We were very scientific <laughs> and surgical about yeah. it. Are you, are you guys recording this? No. No, no you recording. guys should be like streaming that stuff. Uh, it would be a struggle because we probably say a lot of things that would not be okay on the internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stupid ranty bullshit. Yeah. It's two friends and you, you say stupid shit as a joke to each yeah, other. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I put it on recording, sure. We mean no insult or, or, or harshness to it, especially him and I were very hostile towards yeah, each yeah. other, oh, but nice. it's a friendship. Like it's kind of like Rob and I wait, like I, I have it with most of my friends yeah, where yeah. I have a very harsh relationship and it, it for us, it's like, ha, 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 joking, you know, blah, blah, no, so on and so forth. But I've seen a lot of people interact with Rob and I, interact with Nick and I, interact with Paul and I. And there's a lot of um, people who look at us and go, you guys are like, like terrible friends. You're, like, fr- you're frenemies. You're, yeah. Like you're, you're toxic <laughs> friends. And we're like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but we don't really know how to do this any better anymore. And it doesn't come out really good on the internet. People just probably 
it's it's awkward. I don't know. It's worked well on the podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess over the years. Yeah. So yeah, no. That, there's my there's my two playing watches because I didn't play Pokemon. So nice. Uh, I was going to talk about BattleTech, and then Factorio showed up like two days ago. And Beautiful. I can't not talk about it. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> well. I, I mean, okay. I got more room to chat here, but like, <laughs> I played Dyson Sphere and I fucking love Dyson Sphere. I yeah. grew, I, okay, did I ever tell you the first time I, I learned about automation games? No. So, COVID hit. This was, I don't know, what, three, four years ago now by this point? Because it was like the beginning of COVID. Beginning of 2020. 2019, so three years ago. Um, basically, somewhere in that realm. COVID hit and I had nothing to do. I was sitting at home and clock, like, time became irrelevant. Right. I was up way later. For a while it did, yeah. Yeah, for a little for about a month, month or two. And what happened is right around that time, Satisfactory came out, was released, and it was released for Epic Store, I think, or something like that. Uh, it was on Epic Store exclusive. It finally came out on Steam. Yeah, maybe. Or I no, I think I bought it on Epic Store first, and then it came out on Steam later and I rebought it. Okay. Because I liked I liked it that much. Sure. Um and I played it with Amanda, my wife Amanda, for a while and I sat down for the first time I like I've done long game like you know Rob, we've done long gaming sessions. Multi, like a day long, two day long gaming sessions. Yeah. I am now like, an adult. Legit, like legit, we've done that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Before, I I have not done that in years because I'm an adult. I have a job. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't do that anymore. This is the first time because COVID. I basically spent effectively two days playing a single game. I'd get up, wake up, go sit at my chair, play, play, go back to bed at the end of the day, yeah, and go back. And by end of day, I mean like two, three a.m. the next day, yeah. Well, it got so bad, my feet ballooned up. Uh, it, my uh, feet literally swelled. Why? Because <laughs> if you don't move your muscles in your blood, you, the water in your blood and everything pools at your feet. <laughs> if you don't have good enough circulation. And Adam gave himself so you, gout. So you have like, well, yeah. You have <laughs> that bad of cir- circulation that like. If, yeah, I, yeah. if I sit down in a chair for like two, like a day, two days straight. Yeah. <laughs> Get like restless leg syndrome though. <laughs> I didn't know that COVID almost took your life before the sickness even got you. Jesus. Dude. It was so bad. And I, I found out because like, you don't feel it when you're Canadian, sitting there. Canadian fucking average white guy dies of sitting at computer chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was feet, just feet fucking pop like water balloons. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't that bad, but it was bad enough. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. So obviously, I, I have not had my problems since then because, like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> like work, like we work again. We work again. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's not a problem, and I, 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 I don't stop so long that I die. <laughs> Pretty much. We should, yeah. we should make that a cause, like gamer goat. <laughs> gamer goat. Oh. Give money, give money. Like we'll collect money for it. <laughs> get, get people like the the tight, like the therapeutic socks or whatever. This, well, they have to improve circulation. That's what I ended up. Shaky socks. That's yeah, basically yeah. what I ended up doing because uh, in order to like get it back, like I had to keep walk. Like at that point, I'm like, okay, I need to walk like, yeah. every day. That's what I learned during COVID. Okay, I need to go for walks. I need to repeat a walking and get up pattern. So, I, but for the f- day or two, I basically while I was like getting my feet back to normal shape, I basically had to like take. Um, uh, like bandaged, like medical wrap, you know, like a gauze stuff yeah, that you just yeah, yeah. like put over and just tight, pull it tight on my feet to force the blood back up. 
don't then, think that that's wow. how that's supposed to happen. No, it does work because I basically mimicked, it doesn't work. I mimicked the effects of like a, one of the tight socks basically because yeah. Yeah. I didn't have those. Yep. So I did that and then I had to make sure I walked and, and I still played the game, but like I would be like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to sit down for two hours, get up, go walk, sit down for two hours, get up, go walk. Wow. I didn't stop playing the game. That would be crazy. <laughs> I couldn't. I was addicted. And I realized that something unlocked in me that day that I didn't think was possible. Like, yeah. a, a, like such an addictive yeah. mentality of those kinds of games, like, really, really did me in. It's weird, right? Like, that you have a friend who's, like, consistently played a wide variety of games and goes, hey, you should try these things. And you've been I like, don't think you've ever mentioned Factorio before any of this. Uh, no that's one's bullshit. That's bullshit. He's mentioned that and Satisfactory. Yeah. No, Satisfactory hadn't been out by the time I got I, I got played, it the first I time put, it was released. I, I played it in its like early yeah. release state. Yeah, that's what I played it in. Oh, okay. It literally had, when it first released, it was released on Epic Store. Then how did you... Okay, I anyway, knew about I'm it. Gonna, I'm just going to leave that one. I knew about it because, uh, and uh, this YouTuber, um, uh, Game It Out, let's game it out. Sure. When the game was in early access, because he got a beta key before anyone else could access it. And he played out an episode and he was just very comedic and like, yeah. oh, look at this game. You could do this. And he was being, a, it was a joke to him. Like mm -hmm. the game it out guy does comedy. He tries to break the game. Yeah. And that's what he did. And I enjoy that. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try out this game. And that's why I tried it out. Okay. Um, and then after that, I knew I fell in love with it. But it was because it was so early on, it was so buggy and, and just not that great. Uh, but it unlocked something to me. Like there was this nugget of something mm -hmm. that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Dyson Sphere came out and it was really big. Mm -hmm. And I played that with Nick and I really, that like, okay, this isn't a one-off random thing. This mm -hmm. is like, now I know I'm in love with this shit. Yeah. Now the Dyson Sphere one, it just based on the content alone, I'd probably be more into that. It's the same thing as Factorio. Yeah. Like literally it, it take Factorio, except instead of like a, you know what I'm talking about with Factorio. Do I need to explain it? Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. Um, you take the two, you know, the flat plane of Factorio mm. and instead you just have a bunch of spheres. Yeah. Sphere. Yeah. And yeah. And obviously instead of like in Factorio, your job is to build a rocket and get out. Yeah. In Dyson sphere program, it's in the name. You're, the, to complete the game, you build a Dyson Sphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the end of it, we basically automated it to the point. So where they have like a stage one civilization game and a stage two civilization game. So do you think the next one will be like a stage three one somehow? Oh God, like uh, an interstellar not traveling. Di well, like that's what Dyson Sphere is. It's like you go, you basically take over the galaxy. Oh, the whole galaxy, pretty oh, much. I was thinking it's it was like a solar system thing. No, 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 no. You, you. You take over every planet within a solar system, and you go take over entire. Oh, galaxies. okay. So that's already done. Yeah, it's already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, and it, it's absolutely insane. Like, that's awesome. You, you, I'm into that. you fly up as your robot, go into hyper, hyper, and you can literally fly off the map. That's awesome. And I've we had it once where Nick, Nick or I, I think it was Nick, flew off, and he was like, "I'm going to go to the edge of the universe and see what's out there." Like he, you know, we had enough fuel that we could just go out there. Yeah. And he goes out there, and he goes. Adam, can you can you type in a command for me? Okay, what do you what, what do you need? I forget the exact command. Slash kill my character. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, well, I'm still going at like 300 times the speed of light, <laughs> or like a million times the speed of light, or whatever the fuck the speed that you go at. It's a ridiculous speed, uh, and um, I have no fuel to turn around, <laughs> and I'm at the edge of the universe. And I'm like, well, 
Okay. <laughs> so I had to just end his character so he would respawn at the main base. It's hilarious that this game would include that. Like, yeah, it, it, it just you're does. At the edge of the universe, time is dilating. Like, you're not even in the same century anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Dude. It was. It was really. It's really fun. There's some really ridiculous things, like especially when you're first learning to do um, air flight yeah. or, or space flight. You're like, okay, well, I gotta aim at the planet. And then you aim at it and it, you just suddenly slingshot and you're going at light speed. So you slingshot to another <laughs> solar system. You're like, motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my God. It's, it's quite humorous. Yeah, yeah. That's um, good. But you don't take damage from like super hitting a planet. So there's times where you're going at like the speed of light at a planet and suddenly you just, you just stop and you're just, okay, I'm fine. I'm on the planet. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck just happened? You stick the landing every time. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very, I, so far, I enjoy Dyson Sphere more than Factorio so far, yeah. but also haven't unlocked drones in Factorio. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to be a game changer. Cool. Yeah. So there you go. That, that's it. That's a whole lot of power for me. So, Hell yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a very busy week. No, it was good. Did you, did you watch uh, 1899 yet? No. Mm-mm. No, no. No. Damn. What's that one about? Um, ghost shit. Okay. Uh, it's very like... um mystery horror oh, stuff like that cool you'd like it is it what's it on netflix okay yeah what who's what's it about ghost ship yeah kind of but, but like so pirates actually, finding a yeah, ghost ship no it's like... a, a bunch of passengers on this um liner oh okay they go out into sea and then eventually what happens is like you keep hearing about this like oh there's a ship called the prometheus that went and disappeared four months ago and then they find it and it's like totally black, like like no no power. The engines aren't running. Nobody's on it. The whole thing looks like it's been sunk for years. That's awesome. It looks re- sounds a lot like uh, was that movie Sunshine, where they find the oh the spaceship that oh, was the, like all yeah, derelict. But this is, but this is like uh, like steamship era. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna turn into like a system shock scenario. I think the only trouble <laughs> I have with that is I'm told it's French. With subtitles? Sure. No, it's mostly English, but there's oh. there's characters that are Spanish, French. Oh, and... that's different. I was under the impression the whole thing was subtitled. No. So, like, and those kinds you, of movies actually, I have to spend when, time and watch. When you watch it, make sure that you change off of the audio subtitle setting that you have because it defaults to a dubbed version where it dubs over oh, the Oh, the people. closed caption ones. Yeah. yeah turn but, off the closed but, caption. But, no, like, even the audio will dub over the... Uh, other languages, the other languages, oh. which is a problem because there's certain times where somebody will say something, the other person doesn't know the language, and they just kind of go with what they think they said. <laughs> oh, so it doesn't so make like, sense so in you, the context. No, so you wouldn't understand because you think, oh, they're all speaking English. And it's like, no, that's not at all what's happening. Yeah, there's a lot of times where people do not share a language. They make bad choices because of bad communication, and it doesn't make sense if they're all air quotes speaking the same language, or because they don't understand each other, they just get mad and hit each other. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> a cool setup yeah, yeah okay yeah. i that changes my view on this because yeah. in the past my conversations have been oh it's a subtitled movie i'm like okay that's fine obviously i've watched brotherhood if anyone yeah. watches is raised by spoilers but it's very it's a different mode to be in to yeah. watch a full subtitled movie rather than oh i watched something with a few subtitles adam is only openly here. hostile toward french films let's I, just lay that out now i'd say it's about 50 percent english Okay, that's not too like bad. the the crew speak German. Passengers are like a wide array of things. That's um, cool. Cantonese to um, a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, um, and then and and yeah, and there's definitely some weird shit. 
This is just like awesome. It takes a couple episodes for it to really ramp up. But I mean, that's like any show these yeah, days. Yeah. It sets a foundation. Yeah. And the foundation isn't boring. It's just like you can tell like, okay, we're about to get somewhere. And then like at the end of like the third or fourth episode, something very serious they, happens. I The only question I have that's important <laughs> yeah. is do they get somewhere or is it lost or is it like lost? So I haven't finished it yet. Okay. If so you don't know. But uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, everyone I've talked to um, has explained it to me in a way that it, it's probably going to be very enjoyable. That's kind of okay. I just, um, I hate it when they don't, when they're like, well, you'll get your answers on season two. Go fuck yourself. Give me a real story, a full I story. I think it's a fully enclosed thing. These are the people that made Dark. Have you ever watched that no. was a German horror? Thing? No, never watched it. Very good. That was the one in the, the rain one. There was a rainy. Uh, things were happening in the rain. I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that yeah. very, no. You're thinking um, <laughs> Dark City. Oh, okay, that was another German one. Yeah, uh, it wasn't German. It was U.S., but it was very rainy and very dark. <laughs> I'm getting multiple things completely conflated now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a new that, property in my head right now. I think dark is just a very generic human term, and we have a lot of things for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a... Oh, boy. Gaming, though. That's been that's been crazy lately. Let's see. What have I actually been doing <laughs> in that realm? I've uh, been playing a game called Potion Craft. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still in, still in early access. Oh, by the way, uh, Bannerlord's out. Bannerlord. I was very tempted. Oh, okay. Well, let me know when you break because like that's a fun one. Yeah. It, you you may need a little hand holding, but I doubt it. I, I watched I think Day Nine play it. Oh, okay. Um so I kind of get it and I, I actually watched it I kind of shied away from it a bit because I see there's a bit of jank, but jank seems to just mm, come with it. Yeah, a little bit, but most of the jank is is ignorable. You yeah. wouldn't even notice it. It's not like game breaking jank. It's yeah, jank. it seems like the combat is a bit jank. Like it's not as Oh no, that actually is a lot smoother when you're playing it. Yeah. When you're watching it, it looks more jank. When you're playing it, you don't notice it. Weird, but okay. It's just some. It feels like, like uh, Skyrim level combat jank. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Like that Skyrim worked out. Oh, I mean, yeah. I grant mm. that that's how many years ago. I mean, mm. <laughs> clearly worked out. I, no, no, the game was good. Does not mean the combat was good. I mean, true. <laughs> fair. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, I concede to that statement. Um. Yeah, no, Potion Craft though is fun. You should play it. Uh, Potion Craft uh, is one of those weird games where it's like, okay, I'm just sitting here not doing anything, but it's like some of the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> uh, the whole premise of the game is you own a little shop and you like never leave it because like people in COVID, your fucking life revolves <laughs> around one fucking building. Um, you have a garden, customers come in the front door. And they're like, I need a potion of healing because I stabbed myself in the foot and I'm a dumbass. Or I need poison to kill somebody else <laughs> or to kill rats or to kill, um, let's say rats. <laughs> <laughs> big so, rats, big pink skinned rats. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately the whole point of the game is that like, you know, you can make these potions. The way you do it is like you have a little kind of like alchemical setup, like a, like a pot, um, like mortar and pestle, things like that. And so you take these ingredients and like, depending on what you do to them, it will actually change where on this like alchemical map you end up on. So if you add like like a fire route, you might go to the left, but in a certain pattern. And then if you add a different thing, you'll go down in like a squiggly line, then maybe you'll land on a thing that is a potion. 
Interesting. So it's like a map that you actually like navigate using the ingredients you have. Interesting. It's actually really fun <laughs> because like you get to the point where you're like, okay, I just need to add this and I need to crunch it about halfway, mm-hmm. add it to the pot, use the alembic to like kind of come back a bit to the center. It's like, it becomes this whole fucking wild. Thing. Interesting. But wild. it's not, it's not complex. You can, you'll pick it up in like a, yeah, it's like minutes. a, like a mini game that yeah has simple mechanics, but uh, can be, difficult but not complex right so then the whole idea is like you know you make the potion and uh, you have a certain amount of pages that you can like save potions on so if you're like oh i did a really good job on that one save like i used like less ingredients than normal or something so that if you want to the next time you can just you auto, auto it. yeah but you only or have so you can many. try and do better if yeah. you want okay you can buy more pages but like there's way way more potions than you'll ever have <laughs> got pages. it it's one of those um, things where you save only the ones you're like, wow, I got basically perfect. Well, save yeah, it. Yeah. And like the things that are common, right? So like if you, most of the time, like 50% of the people are coming to you for a potion of health. Got it. So um, like, you'll be like, you know, potion of health is going to be definitely one of your pages. Unless it's just like, you're like, okay, whatever. I'll just do it manually every time. Unless you're a nut job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the game is uh, a, a non-automation game, but it is a <laughs> it is a kind of crafting game with some fun mini games in it, and uh, so it's simple. It, but it's it fun. sounds like a better version of Cooking Mama. <laughs> I haven't played that one yet. So. <laughs> Cooking Mama is basically you are given a mi- it's it's almost like um, a, a Wario world, but the games are not as quick. Uh, so the idea it's is like still fairly frantic though. It's still pretty yeah. frantic. It's like, oh, you need to bake a cake. Okay, mini game. Right. And it's like, okay, stir this really quick, but you have to stir it too much, not too much, not too little. Yeah, uh, and, and, like that. Yeah. And then you have, to, you have to go over here, and you're like, okay, now you got to bake it, put it in, but don't put it in too long. You, you got to play this like like four different mini games to make a yeah, cookie. Correct. And then you give it to the people, and depending on how well you did overall, you yep. get money for it, and yeah. so on and so forth. It uh, sounds like a better version of that. Yeah. So it's more like um, uh, games that are like it are few and far between uh resetier is a game uh where you go out and you have a shop and stuff like that's got some similar vibes to it there's another game that just recently came out called potionomics mm, and, heard of uh, it's like a, a higher paced version of this game with better graphics okay. this thing is like like drawn graphics but like in like the old folky style nice so it, it, it's fun just look it up. The moment you look it up on Steam, you'll know exactly what the game's like. <laughs> they, they do a very good job on the Steam it's page. Just, it's not a it's not a complex game. It's just fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's some randomization to it too and stuff mm. like that. So it's it's good. Nice. But yeah. So shrug. That's it. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's some serious playing and watching. Hopefully, uh, everyone else gets a chance to chime in on what they've been playing and watching. To do that, you can hit us up uh, and on Twitter at Rona Geekery. That's why Twitter is still around. It still exists. It, it is. Did not, it did not, in fact, go away. Yeah, for now. So you can hit us up on there at Rona Geekery. You can also find us on Facebook uh, at Rona Geek News. You can find us all over the place. Make sure to interact. Tell us what you're playing and watching. Maybe it's something we'll get to discuss in a future episode. Uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Thanks.